go. We're back with Trash Talk Sports Bet's official basketball podcast. I'm here with a man, Corey Homicide Williams. He's being called Carey by Andrew Bogut and Baines. And can we just, we haven't spoken on that officially. I wanted to jump on that earlier this week. Because do you not like that? Is that a thing by Bogut to piss you off? No. Where is that coming from? Um, Bogut said last season that I tweeted about him and called him Andre several <laughs> times, which I haven't. And if I did, sometimes I tweet fast, so some of my words is always misspelled, right? Um, so if I did, it wasn't intentional, but I didn't see that. Obviously, Bogut misses nothing. Somewhere, somehow in China, he's listening to us right now. He doesn't miss anything. Nothing. Apparently, nothing. he's watched every game since like, like 2007. Yeah, he, or he's crazy. a freak. He's just a freak, right? So the night of the MVP awards, I saw him. I was like, what's going on? He was like, how you doing, Carrie? He's like, yeah, I did some research. So he found out my government name, which I don't have a problem with. It was when I was younger that, you know, uh, kids called me Carrie. So I'm like, look, my name is not Carrie. It's <laughs> Carrie. So he's actually pronouncing my name correctly. So that's not offensive to me at all. You get what I'm saying? It's not like he's calling me Carrie. Carrie is offensive. And then I'll be like, look, my name is Carrie. Then I'll be like, look, then it would get serious. But it's he's calling me my right name. So I don't have a problem with that. See, I jumped on the defensive for you on Twitter because I wasn't sure. I'd heard multiple uh, things. I'd even yeah, heard, yeah, yeah. I think it was Cam Luke or something that had, had mentioned that. Because you never know why someone doesn't want to be called a certain name. You know, right. Only their parents call them that name or something right. like that. So right. I wasn't sure, right. but I, I'm happy to know yeah. that it's not. It's not. It's nothing bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's yeah. just like, because it's in my Wikipedia. You know, Wikipedia updates your shit. So yeah, he was yeah. like, you know, it says like, you know, he liked his original name is Carrie, but he never liked it. Cause, so he called himself Corey. So that it says it in my Wikipedia. So that was easy for him to find, which that was a, it just got updated. I was shocked when I said, yeah, I was yeah. like, damn, okay. So that's what that is. So it's just a running little joke that he's, that's his way of teasing me or whatever. Well, though, it's hard to forget your nickname because you got it tattooed on the back of your calf. But can you tell us about that one? What was the, what was the thought process to get Wertho tattooed on the back of, back I'm of the calf? I'm glad you asked because it's a little bit more complicated than what you actually think, you <laughs> dumbass. Complicated or about 17 beers later? 17 beers later. <laughs> anyway, uh, some people might know that my uncle used to play for Collingwood Football Club back in the day. I do. Kevin Worthington. And... Uh, on a boys' trip, end of season trip, he went to Thailand with the team and he actually drunk one night, got Wertho put on the back of his calf. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so uh, my dad and Kev have a like a pretty funny relationship. It's a good relationship, but every time I drink, Kev would be like, When are you gonna join the family, Greg? When are you gonna put Wertho on your calf? And dad <laughs> been playing it off, playing it off. Uh, the year that I won the championship with the Dragons. Uh, I went back home to Bunbury where we went and had a long, long, long lunch. And <laughs> Dad goes, hey, um, does your mate still run the tattoo parlour in town? I said, he does. He goes, let's go. Has and anything, so, has any situation ever ended worse, ever, ever ended well with, hey, does your mate still run the tattoo parlour? <laughs> I tell you what, there was the no day. good story that started with one day we were eating a salad. But besides the point... <laughs> Uh, we went there and obviously dad and I have matching ones now, which is pretty cool. But on top of that, the whole family sort of gotten in on it. So there is uh, like multiple okay. family members that all have the same tattoo okay. now on the car. I would love to see, have just some random person walk into your Christmas lunch, 
course, in Australia, it's summer. Everyone's wearing shorts with the, half the family with fucking Wertho tattooed on the back of their leg. It's going to be a good lunch, I can good tell you lunch. that. <laughs> nice. Well, i got a shit haircut coming, but that's about it. I wish I wish I could switch that. Now, actually, no, I don't, no, okay, let's not skip over, switch that out for a tattoo. Let's not skip uh, over this. Like, we're not going to skip over it because I brought it up. Yes. So I'm what, getting a haircut. Yes. And the reason... Can we talk about why? We no, we can't because unfortunately the same company is running the next thing. So I can't, I can't actually be back. So when can we expect that this potential haircut can happen? It's hard to tell. It depends, and, it depends, and depends how they do. And for everyone that doesn't know, we had a bet early on in last year's NBA season. Felix said that the Warriors would win. I took the field. And I got now, fucked over by injuries. I didn't lose because well, the Warriors weren't good enough. I got fucked over by injuries. But at the end of the day, they still lost. They and, did. They did. And so Felix has to get Corey's old haircut, which is the spider web in the hair. And that is going to be a glorious fucking day. Yo! What is that I'm on a, your phone? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just give a little background to this. Okay, what happened yeah. last night? So I accidentally, usually for this podcast, I know we just ramble on about a whole bunch of shit, but I sent a bit of a structure through, which I meant to send to my man Wertho here, the brain's trust of the organization. <laughs> at 11 o'clock, by the way. At 11 o'clock at night. And I actually sent it the group message and Homicide decided to reply with something along the lines, a little more poetically, but fuck this bullshit. What is this structure? Fake ass manager. And a few you ain't other, no manager. <laughs> you ain't no manager. That I felt like I was getting bullied in high school again. But I've looked over at Homicide's phone and he's got a couple of notes sitting there. Can I go? You Tell can me go. when I can go. <laughs> you can okay, go. Is, so it, is it in your structure? No. Um, yes and no. So, <laughs> Wertho and I, after we left here the other day, yeah. yesterday, Wertho was like, look, pick four things you want to discuss. You know, what's your four you're going to discuss? I'm going to come in with mine. Obviously, you're going to come in with mm. yours. As you said, you're going to come in with the odds or something like that, right? Mm. Cool. So I was just reminding myself because I have too much. I think too much. So I just wanted to remember the four that I was coming with. This was probably at noon, okay? <laughs> so at 11, Living you come with a fucking run sheet. I say, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I've never seen a run sheet before in this. What the fuck is going on? This is too much fucking structure. This is trash talk. We come in, we say what we the topic, and we fucking go. I get the feeling that you had the same argument with coaches in the NBL. <laughs> this is too much fucking structure. Nah, not really. But you know, this is trash talk. This NBL, is still there's still there's something it's everyone's got to be prompted on something. Speaking of that, let me let me refer back to the structure here. We're going to jump <laughs> oh <my> into. <laughs> God, it's fucking we're jumping into more NBA based talk today because of course the NBL we're in that little period right now. We're waiting for the blitz to happen. A couple of preseason games, but the NBA is about to get all their training camps and whatnot into full flight. So let's jump off with the big aspects of free agency. And we'll start with the fact that this year it's turning into a two-man league in terms of each team. Instead of these, the Warriors, Toronto, whoever you, have, whoever you want with three main superstars. Instead it's the a, end of the big three in a way. It's the yeah. end of the big three. Now, and now we've, we've got, got Batman and, and Robin. And Batman and Robin, just like it was in the old days, you know, Stockton, Carmelone, these sort of things, which is why I'm super excited for this one. What do you think of it, Werther? I just like the fact that this is probably going to be the most open year that we've had in a long, long time. And no longer can we just say early in the season, ah, oh, the Warriors are going to win, you know? It's not going to be like that this season. We don't know who's coming out of the West. We sort of have an idea that it There's might a logjam of like six, seven teams who can easily finish within the top two to three of that. In conference. the East, there's probably three teams yeah. that we sort of know about. But 
Either way, it just makes for a hell of a season, and you never know. Injuries could pop up at any time. It already has for the Lakers. Talking about that. You see that Boogie Cousins has an arrest uh, warrant out as well? No. Said he was going to kill his baby. Yeah. Basically, he got married to his, his yeah, girlfriend, yeah. right? So his ex, his, the mother of his child, wouldn't let the baby go to the wedding. Yeah. You know how that jealousy stuff can play into it. And he was basically threatened to, like, I'll kill you, you know, and all of that. So these days, you know, you have to be mindful. I don't care how angry you are. You, you have to be mindful of the things you say. You can't threaten someone's you life. You can't threaten to kill your baby mama. You can't do that because people have done that before. <laughs> you got to be mindful these yeah, days. Man, yeah, man, and with all the other stuff, you got to be. But anyway, that's what he's referring to. So not only does he do his ACL, now he's got an arrest warrant. So that's been a shit run for Boogie. And I feel bad for him, man. It, it, no, it's, it's no, tough. we he don't. Was, he was the villain. We talked about this the other he day. He was the we villain. Don't. Why don't you feel bad for him? It's karma coming back to karma. Bottom. What sort of karma is ending this potentially ending this dude's I basketball think, career? That's a pretty aggressive karma. I think that um, what you put out in the universe comes back. The universe does not sleep. So whatever you do, good or bad, it will come back to but you. But what's the bad that right? is deserved of this? I think he was. I, I would say that like no one deserves this. The run that he yeah, just I, had, I get me saying like I, it's I on the extreme. But you guys are saying that you don't you don't feel bad for something. You're just being dead honest with it. Sometimes like I mean, the things that happen to people, and I don't feel bad because I don't like them as a person. Yeah, I mean you're a professional just think person. You should know. Yeah, what could happen if you do this? You should know what yeah. could happen if you do that, good or bad. Like you're not five years old. Yeah, you're old enough to but understand. But what was it that he did? Are you saying playing? He just shitted on a bunch of people while he was playing. Yeah, yeah. Shitted on everybody. Yeah, I, I admit that I, I never had a you huge like everybody. I like never had everybody. A, his only yeah. people that really rock with him is like his family. Yeah, like you can't shit on everybody. Pretty yeah. much outside of your immediate circle. Yeah, there's not a person outside immediate circle or where he's from in the community that he's from. Because I mean, as a person, he gives back a lot. He loves his community. We get that. That's a great thing. His family, he loves. Okay, his friends, he loves. But everybody else. Everybody else don't fuck with you. Something's wrong with you. Yeah, you can't. From high school, people wasn't fucking with him. You know what I'm saying? He was just an amazing talent. It's kind of like what's those tennis players' names here? Curios. Okay, you think people's gonna fuck with him when he's done with yeah. the court? No, no. Okay, same shit. I feel it. I Do you feel know, it. you know, the next person that's following down you know? that line is Carl Anthony Towns. He has got is the he? worst. Reputation well, in the NBA. Well, I feel like he's getting dragged down by Wiggins because Wiggins kind of got that reputation, but now Carl Anthony's no, no, house is being tarred with no, the no, same brush. No, no. He's getting the reputation of of being no a drama one, queen. Yeah, being a drama queen. No one wants to fuck with him. He, they tried to trade him, and every team was pretty much no. We we don't. We know he's talented, but yeah. no. And we've seen in the NBA like the Carmelo situation. You can't tell me that Carmelo can't fit on a. 15-man roster in a 30-team uh, league. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's still good enough, but he's obviously got that reputation now. I, I think his reputation, sorry to cut you off, yeah. Carmelo, we know the talent is there. It's a, it's a first ballot Hall of Famer, without a doubt. Without a doubt. However, I think he's stigmatized with the Allen Ivers, Iverson syndrome. With the, I don't want to, I'm, I'm, a I'm not coming off no bench. So <clears throat> the league has changed. It's a youth movement coming in. We don't need you to be a star. We would need you to fill in, like, coming off the bench. So everybody believes in their head what they think, what the masses think about you is what you are. Yeah. Perception is reality. So once you, like, they think I'm coming off the bench, there it is right there. And that's why ISO Joe might get his opportunity. There you he's go. balling out in the big three yeah. right now. He, look, he, he's looking good. 
he's looking good. He's another guy. There's no personal problems there, and there's no team chemistry problems. I know Joe dude Ingles looks like he can play. Right. Love playing with him in uh, Utah. Utah. Like he's just a good dude. Yeah. So we well, looks like who was he working out with? He was down in yeah, 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 yeah. He's got he's got a couple of workouts on the list now. Yeah, I'm gonna throw out. We are a gambling podcast at all (laughs) as well, so I'm gonna throw out some odds here and just let me know, hit or miss. Yep, on it for the championship. The Clippers at four dollars thirty three. Miss, miss, miss. Why? Lake show, baby. Lakers is winning it. I don't know if that's on your list, but I'm saying that it's not on my list for the championship. We are going back to two player teams. Who's fucking with LeBron and, and AD? Mm, I don't know. I just look at the three-headed defensive monster. And maybe not in the regular season. Maybe it's not going to pay huge dividends in the regular season because we know that nobody really cares that much about defense in the 82 games. But once you get to the playoffs and you start to lock down, bang, that is a dangerous, dangerous group. And throw in Montrez Harrell down there, down low as well. AD. I, that is a dangerous group defensively. I just don't they know. They are dangerous defensively. And offensively. They've got the, arguably the best player in the world in Kawhi Leonard. I don't think he's the best, play, best player. I, don't, I think he played like it last year. I, I think, think it's going to be yep. the revenge tour this year for LeBron. Yep. I believe that. I think in the history of basketball, we haven't seen super teams or super humans come together and win in year one. Yeah. So that's my only reason. I think there's a few more established teams that are out there already that probably have better team chemistry and know what they're doing and will play better in finals as well yeah. because they've been through an experience together. So for me, while I love that team on paper, I'm not sold that they're a championship winning team yet. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. What about Golden State at $15? Clay back potentially at the all-star break. So really you're just taking the same team. They've lost Iguodala, which is a big hit on the defensive end, but you're taking the same team and replacing... KD with D'Angelo Russell. And you're potentially getting Steph back to his back-to-back MVP form because he's going to be the main option there. It's going to be back to that old Steph we know and love, step backs, all of that action. Look, Steph will be the MVP of the league this year. Easy. I, Easy. I, I, know, think, yeah. I think he's going to be the MVP. That's where my money would be on. That being said, I think you can't underestimate the Iguodala and the Sean Livingston aspect of not being there because those yeah. two players have been huge, especially come finals time. Those two have really stepped up their game. It doesn't matter what they do regular season. It's almost like CJ Bruton at the end of his career where he would just go through the season with the breakers and then come finals time, Level who, was, yeah. who was the most valuable player? Andre Iguodala, who was the most valuable player that year? Like his, Their value is worth more. KD, huge hit to the system. Bring in, I don't know how that fits. And I'm saying this in the fact of he's a pick and roll guy, D'Angelo. And the Warriors are more pass, cut, movement based. So he's going to be a different player that they haven't had in that sort of system before. I think Whether- I think the system changes a bit because you do have to, it's hard to be in a pass sort of cut system when you've got as ta- a stacked roster as they had last year. So you do have to change it up a bit, but I definitely get what you're saying. The Denver Nuggets, this is the one for me which just seems ridiculous. I thought it was a misprint when I read it. The Denver Nuggets at $13 to win the West. Well, uh, Bleacher Report has them um, at 53 wins, which is the top of the West. Yeah. So Pretty much every analyst out there has them top of the West. I think Jalen Rose has them second. Yeah. And at $13, gamble responsibly, but holy shit. I mean, it's going to come down to... Can they finish the job when it matters? I think, for me personally, I've got them in the Western Conference Final. 
Yeah. They're one of the teams in the Western Conference. I think they take that step forward this year, yeah. Whether they can win it all, I still don't know. I think they just lack that one superstar that can get buckets. Like, every team has it. You throw the ball to this guy and get a bucket. Or create a bucket. It's hard when your playmakers are big. It's just a different landscape this year. It's hard when your playmakers are big. he's super talented. Like super, he's super talented. We're talking about Jokic. He, he's just unbelievable as a player. But I just, I just need that one extra piece for me right. to believe that yeah. they're a championship winning team. I got Lakers Portland. You got Lakers Portland. Oh well, yeah, I don't, I don't mind Portland. No. I, I think they're actually they're going to be right got, locking in Rodney Hood. But on the Denver situation. Yeah. The reason that I have them top of the West isn't necessarily because they're the best team there. I don't think that they're going to win the championship. I think the Clippers and the Lakers have a better shot at that. But AD and LeBron are going to play, I reckon, 70 games. Lakers are probably going to drop six or seven of those games when they're out. The Clippers, Kawhi rests all the time. Paul George has been injured. He's going to have to rest. Denver doesn't really have anyone that rests. And the Mile High City, it, it, they need this home court advantage. So they need it more than any other team in the West. So it's they fight for it during we, the regular we can season. Tell you first no doubt. Oh, yeah, that you guys both played out there. You know, I played it yeah, man. all those places, and it's fucking impossible. That wind. The East, Philly. Good, we, we, we just need to talk about one more team in the West. Who? Utah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, I'm not sold on Utah improving that much in the regular season. I think that they're going to move further in the playoffs. I think Conley helps them in the playoffs more than he does in the regular season. I think they're going to be a little bit better, but I still think the Conley thing is going to pay dividends in the playoffs after an entire year of playing with Donovan Mitchell. That's where they're going to be a Western Conference Finals team. Don't sleep on Bogdanovich going there as well. Huge. They, they plug, huge, they plug that massive pickup. Huge they pick plug up. that scoring gap. It's just another wing that can get buckets, buckets. for him. So not only do they upgrade in the point guard position, they upgrade with another quality wing player that can get a bucket for them. This team's going to be dangerous. They're my other team that I think I think is going to be a Denver-Utah Western Conference final, only because Utah has that nucleus that they've been building for a while. Oh, wow. Denver, I think they'll take that step to the Western Conference final. Those two teams, to me, I think will play the better team basketball when it matters than any other team in the West. Well, listen, I only gave three teams when I rated the teams A A through to D on their offseason. I gave Utah an A because they managed to fix all their offensive woes without making an impact on the defensive end, which is virtually impossible. But they somehow managed to do it by getting Bogdanovich and Conley. The only the only downfall was losing Jay Crowder for me. That is huge. One of the best guys Tough. in the league at guarding LeBron, which yeah. this year is going to be a massive factor. Yeah. So Jay Crowder is one of those dudes that gets paid on his ability to guard LeBron. Defensive player of the year, Gobert, $1.50, not even fucking touching that because he's going to win it. <laughs> Most improved. Here we go. Mm. Who you got? I don't know. It's so hard to It's a tough one. I'll, 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 I'll throw my two out. I just think the person who's going to benefit the most this year from everything that's happened is Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, it, that's a great, great call. I just think he will be a walking bucket this year. Yeah. And then the other one that I think will show improvement is Lonzo Ball. That's who I've got. Lonzo Ball at 41 bucks. Lonzo for most Ball, improved. I just feel like getting out of LA, worrying about your basketball, being around a bunch of young kids as well, running the team. I mean, I think Lobster he's... Lobster Zion. 
What do you think? Z- okay, we'll go there. We'll, we'll, jump, we'll, jump, we'll, we'll jump on that rod we'll, off. My we'll, other one's Follow the structure, man. Follow <laughs> the structure. fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Last one we're uh, going to chuck out on value here. Malcolm Brogdon at $12. Going to Indiana. Oladipo is going to be out for the start. I think this is his chance to have a proper breakout year. I mean, he's a hell of a player. And I think that's a... I think it's a sizable loss for Milwaukee. Not a huge, huge loss. I, th- yeah, I, I, think, I think it's, it's they can cover it. With but Indiana's done well to fill in Bogdanovich yeah. leaving and giving those minutes to Brogdon. So uh, I, I can understand at $12, that's good value as well. Uh, health will be the issue there for me. Yeah, that's the one. Now I'm about to have a panic attack because homicide's going outside the structure, but I'll let us roll. Oh, what, are we talking about Zion? <laughs> yeah. It was Zion. Uh, what do you guys think he's going to to do this year? I'm not sold. I'm not. I'm not either. So here's me, his, I'm I'll, not either. I'll give you mine, and and I'm actually just regurgitating Gilbert Arenas' thoughts on this one. But you look at Zion's college highlights. He's not a playmaker, one-on-one sort of guy. And he's got a lot of time to improve that. But the NBA is a one-on-one league. A lot of his stuff's on the break. A lot of his stuff's off offensive rebounds. He's still going to give you 15 a game. But I just don't see him with these comparisons to LeBron and stuff like that. He's going to be... I, I see him being an Andrew Wiggins type. Super athlete. I think he's got more of a drive and passion than Andrew Wiggins. So he's can, it's probably a, a disservice to say that. I think he's going to be better than Andrew Wiggins. But I just feel bad for the kid. With this crazy hype that's coming around, can't really shoot. Yeah, it's he doesn't have the passing ability of Ben Simmons. Yeah, can I? This is my thought. You look at the phenoms that have been the number one pick. Ben Simmons, what happened to him? Year one, got injured, didn't play. Blake Griffin, what happened to him? Didn't play. These bigger body kids that come out that are supposed to be the next big thing, they get into an NBA system and start working out and their body breaks down. Because they get so much bigger. They all gain like 15 to 20 pounds. Is he in shape? I would love to see pictures of him. When, when I saw him in yeah. summer league. <laughs> he looked fat. He looked fat. <laughs> I'm like, did you just get drafted? How you look like this? This is called mobesity. Um, mobesity. <laughs> yeah, it's mobile obesity. And it's momentum. Like I was the king. I was the captain of the Mobesity team when I was playing basketball. I wasn't never in shape. I was just, <laughs> I was momentum. So momentum. I think, Gone I, don't think, I don't think he is the rookie of the year because I don't think he plays that many games. I'd be surprised if he gets over half a season. Yeah, I got Jar Morant for rookie of the year he's anyway. Legit. I just think, I just so think situation, situationally at Memphis, so I take, think that he's... Don't take him, Ja Morant. It's about a dollar, yeah. yeah. Ja Morant sitting about five fifty. Rookie of the year. Rookie of take the year. Take that every Lock time. That in. No doubt. Because he's going to be able to put up. Because we know the rookie of the year fucking half runs on scoring anyway. Exactly. And he is going to be able to put up some serious numbers. Yeah. So that's going to be good. MVP. We already spoke about it. Steph. LeBron. Y'all LeBron. Hey, I hope it is. I want to see the revenge tour. I want to see it. We. Last year before he got hurt with the whack ass team. Yeah. They were in fourth <laughs> <Whack-ass>. place. <laughs> Fourth place with some bums. Honestly. Kuz, ship the guys out of there. Kuzma's there on the wing. AD's there. Come on, man. That's all he needs. That's all he needs. Everybody else just play some defense. Give me somebody who's going to hit some shots. Kuzma's going to hit some shots. Give me a big man. I'm good. They'll make some moves as well during the season. Uh, like, this is not going to be their championship so roster. Other things. All you need is two people. Can I, I just think... This offseason might catch up to him at some point. What was the offseason now to catch up to him? Mate, he is getting up at like 3.30 in the morning to get his workouts in and then on a movie set 
all day. That's why right. I reckon he's going to play. Yeah, I reckon he's going to play 70, 70 odd games. I reckon he'll definitely sit a few of those back to backs for sure. I just think this, like, fuck, I've never been in a movie. You've never been in a movie. We don't know what that is. But if you have to get up and do that workload to try and get yourself in NBA ready mode, like he'll be ready by the start of the season. But at what point does that catch up to you yeah. later on down the line? It's not catching up to him. He's not getting. Any, he's not right. getting any younger. It's tough, man. From the from some of the from What's some the of the filming stuff guys? I've done. All right, it's imagine this. Three to f- go ahead. Three to four hours of just one shooting. You can imagine when it's something of Space Jam's caliber. It's probably like two months. It's, They'll break it yeah. down or whatever. But think about this. That's the same we could say about guys going to World Cup. What's oh yeah. Worse. Yeah. Guys going to Olympics. But they they've just focused on basketball. Like they're they're playing at a high level. So people either come back with a hangover from a major championship or they're ready to go. And how many guys have we seen that have come off a major championship and they're like, shit, he looks like a step above everyone else just because they've been playing at that level a little bit higher than everyone else. It's all good to get your workouts and do your James Harden step backs and all that sort he's of shit. He's doing some incredible shit yeah. in those workouts. But, yeah, but it's another... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's looking That's thin as well. Dumb. He's looking good. But it's another thing to play at world-class level like in that little few yeah. weeks. And like, I think we've all agreed that Nick Kay has looked like shit at times at this system. He had a great game in game two, but I bet you when he comes back into the Wildcats, he'll look... Yeah, better than what he did. Yeah, for sure. Just because he's played at a higher level. I got so. you. Tell you who this World Cup helps. Boston. You got Kemba, Kemba. coming in there with chemistry. Is going to be chemistry issues with Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum. He's got a whole world That's championships to play with these right. guys to hang out with them. That's huge, and you can see why Boston would have been pushing their guys to go to this. Don't sleep on the Celtics. So don't sleep on the Celtics for that reason. Now I'm gonna throw a couple out here. Tell me, this one just popped up on Instagram yesterday. Tell me who's older. Derek Rose or Steph Curry? Steph Curry. Steph. Is older. Yep. Fuck me. Did you, you guys see this post before? I no, no, no. But yeah, I could not believe that. I, yeah. I thought the Derek Rose Steph's was like 40. Around, yeah, he's been around for yeah. a while. Yeah, that was crazy to me. Steph is like 30, I think. Who's older, Malcolm Brogdon or Anthony Davis? Brogdon. Davis, I'd say. Davis is younger than Brogdon. <sighs> Another one. I had no idea. All right, I'm two for two. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> Who's younger, Andre Drummond or Frank Kaminsky? I'll say Kaminsky. I'll say Drummond. Drummond's younger. Damn. 3-0. Nikola Jokic and Pascal Siakam. I go Jokic. You reckon Jokic is younger? <laughs> yeah. I actually think it's Jokic too. Yeah, Jokic is younger. <laughs> I thought Siakam was like 15. He does look younger. Yeah, so here we go. Steve Adams and Anthony Davis. Steve Adams from New Zealand. Yeah. Or OKC, okay, so whichever way yeah, you look at it. Yeah, whichever way you want to look at it, right? <laughs> um, I'll go Davis. I'm going to say they're the same age. Adams is younger than Davis. Damn. Ricky, and the final one, Ricky Rubio, younger than Kemba Walker. So that's hard for me with Rubio because Rubio started playing for Spain at like yeah, fucking 12, like 12 years old. And now all of a sudden he's yeah, back in the NBA. It's, it's a whole lot of fucking money he's been getting. And Vince Carter <laughs> older than the three-point line itself, which is insane. <laughs> That is That's not playing, of course, but yeah, yeah, still around. What's your biggest storyline at the end of this season for the NBA? This is not structured. You can tell because they don't know what the fuck to say. No, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. thinking. Yeah, biggest storyline. 
Well, you could. Are we, are we talking? You could talk about from an injury perspective because when we're talking about teams with only two players, it only takes one injury to completely derail a season. Mm-hmm. If AD gets injured, LeBron gets injured. Touch wood, that doesn't happen. Then that's the biggest storyline. No matter what happens this right. year, that's the biggest storyline. No, injuries always I think play both a storyline. Both ways line. is the biggest storyline. Them winning it yeah. or them getting injured. Mm-hmm. One of them being injured. Now. There's a couple moves that have happened this offseason. I'm interested in what you both think. KD and Kyrie going to Brooklyn. Poor New York. First oh, of all, man. I need to apologize to Felix. What? Because oh, shit. I That's said to you, no I said to you, there's no fucking way some team is going to get him and max him out. Give him the Superman because he's hurt. Hey, there we go. Yeah, no, so thank you. I want to apologize thank for that. That is a real man, oh man. That, is, that is good. That is good. I was like, as soon as it happened, I don't know where I was at. Yeah. I was like, fucking Felix. <laughs> yeah, because he yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. I was like, no fucking way. A team is not going to bet on him coming. We don't know what he's going to look like. You're like, teams are going to give him the offer. I'm like, he, take the offer. Take the player's what is it? The player's option. The player's option. State, yeah, yeah. Stay there. right and go from you. there. you like, look, teams are going to give him the super max option. like, no fucking way. And they did. Well, t- and, 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 and look, it, it, it went, it went it two funny ways. as well because the GM didn't even know that he had agreed to go to Brooklyn until he saw it on social media? That's crazy. Probably. Katie yeah. can choose where he goes. Like, this, it's, a, it's a generational player. And I, I can't wait till actually he gets back there. And especially with that Brooklyn, they're going to get a little bit more playoff experience this year. Right. And then next year, they could be a legitimate shot because you've heard it. You've heard it from all accounts. Everything they do there is the right. So there's really nothing bad that's coming that out of Brooklyn really at the has moment. fucked over New York. Oh, my. Oh. New York. And then RJ Barrett wasn't even looking that good in the Summer League. Ah, which yeah. I hope, I hope to God. There's, if there's one thing I hope happens this year. <laughs> It's that R.J. Barrett can hoop. Yeah. And I know he can hoop, but he plays well because you do not want to be in that New York media. No, you don't. When you right now are the great hope of that city, of you that team, have. Do, you do not, I don't know what anyone to be in that sort of environment where they are just getting blamed for all New York's issues. Bring back Jeremy Lin. It's Jeremy over. Lin. Where's Jeremy Lin? Looking for a job, He's right? He's looking for a job. He How was that? What did you think of that when Jeremy Lin started crying, saying that you know the NBA doesn't care about him anymore? Man, get your ass out of here, man. Get your ass out of here, man. He made an entire career off being a meme man. and four games. Come and on, that man. funny-ass YouTube clip. Yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> that was all yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had an incredible run, though. That, oh, that, 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 that run was incredible. Linsanity. Linsanity. He went eight and one. Yeah. That shit was incredible. 40, yeah. The high game winner in Toronto. That was ridiculous. The band-aid down. It was crazy. That was great. Yeah, yeah, well, how about how about Kawhi going back home to LA? Yeah, like Toronto. The- Toronto tried everything. Like right. kudos to them. They tried everything to keep him, but he just wanted to go home. I mean, yes. that's just incredible in itself to go home and, and the then get the that trade he's going home in to get Paul, to George. Paul George. Yeah, that's incredible. Lakers yeah, under. Yeah, that's what do you think about? Sorry, Clippers under almost every game. That lockdown defense. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, I think the line will reflect it though. That's my issue. Oh, yeah. I think that I think I think you might even be luckier with the overs because a line at the start in the preseason games, right? If they're all playing, I reckon unders. Unders. Because that's where they're still going to come out to prove. But what about Patrick Beverly for defensive player of the year? He's sitting at around off the top of my head, around forty bucks. Someone's going to win it out of those three oh, because I think they're going to be the best defensive team. Rudy Gobert. That's the only issue. Yeah, that's the only guy. issue. Yeah. Rudy, so it's, Rudy, it, it, Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Forty dollars. 
40 bucks. That's a, yeah. You know, he's, see, you know he's working out with him right now off, for yeah. his offense. Jerome Randall. I saw that. Ah. That's his yeah, man. Jerome from Chicago, you know. So. Giving him that pep talk as yeah, well. Yeah, that's his man. That could be a dangerous play. If he can actually, because he can hoop. Like, he can, right. he, can, he can play. He's not just a defender and a little fucking bulldog. The dude can play. So if he actually he's embraces bulldog, that. He's a fucking pit bull. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Yeah, oh, man. Let me ask reckon. you guys something. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, right? no. That's all you. Your world. I'm living in it. What do you believe Ben Simmons is going to do this upcoming season We've never seen him shoot this much in these clips that's no. going on. Now, clips are clips, but he's looking more comfortable shooting the jump shot in these clips. So if Ben Simmons begins shooting in games, that's going to open up a whole nother. I think, I think Philly come out of the East this year. I think they're going to have the best record in the NBA. And I think it's because Ben will shoot the ball. If he's more. hitting these jump shots, it's going to change the game for him. It's so going to open up everything. He, no, 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 here's my thing, and, and I think this is I've played with Ben for a long time, and it's a fairly, it seems to be a fairly unpopular opinion every time I dish it out. But I don't think Ben having a jump shot helps his game because Ben stands there and he surveys the floor. He's a passer. He doesn't have a crazy quick first step. He's got a great run-up. So if you play off him, so when he doesn't shoot, when you play off Ben, you give him a run-up at the defender. Right. So bang, right there you're on the back foot and you're struggling because you're, you're giving him that much space. You also allow him to stand there and survey the floor and just dime up whoever he wants. Right. So from that aspect, his individual game, mm -hmm. I think it helps him. He doesn't want... The, the one thing that Ben struggled with growing up was being pestered by small guards. Okay. So if you put him in that situation where he's got guys right up in him, I just don't... I still think he'd be an all-star with that mm -hmm. happening. But I just like the way he plays without the jump shot because he surveys the floor, dimes guys up. You've got to remember, he's still young. So he's still developing in that aspect. So he's right. only going to get better and better in those regards. So I think it works two ways. I think him having a mediocre jump shot because he's never going to have an elite jump shot. Him having a mediocre jump shot and just closing well, that never gap know. up a like little. Brooke Lopez never had a good jump shot and then all of a sudden he came That's true. And That's true. knocked down threes yeah. left, right and center. So it depends on... How much work and the people that he's playing against, like Devin, what? Sorry, this has just popped in my head. Devin Booker complaining about double teams. We ain't working out. You're not supposed yeah. to double me. Come on, man. You didn't like it? Of course, I didn't like it. Can't. You're on the Joachim Noah bandwagon. Come on, man. Like, play through it. Whoever's doubling you, that's equivalent to one good elite defensive player that you're going against in the NBA. You should be able to go at guys. You should welcome the double and get your shit off. I think you look at the situation, like if they're playing like just a half-court game or something like that, then it's... Because as he said, if someone doubles me, I'm going to pass the ball. That's the option. And I didn't come here to pass. Like I didn't come here to practice passing the ball. So there's some dudes like Kobe, yeah, yeah where they're going to try to score out of a double team. But that's not Devin Booker. He says he's going to make the right decision if he gets doubled and pass it to the open oh, guy. You keep making the right decision, your ass is going to keep not going to the playoffs. You better change yeah, your Yeah, well, Phoenix, Phoenix needs a complete... But they are Shit in full me. rebuild mode, just like OKC. So speaking of OKC... We'll finish up on this one. They've set themselves up pretty nicely with the potential for 15 first-round picks. Over the next, <laughs> Word, they pick game is over serious the, right yeah, now. Pick game, they got a mad pick game over the next seven years. Well, the and that's, is, I think seven of them are They protected. just need to get one or two of those picks right, and then they can that's use the, the other no, picks as assets leverage. to trade in and bring people around them, which is... You so give, they've set themselves up for the future, but Chris Paul has to be fucking hating life right now. Oh, for sure. I reckon you use some of those picks to get Bradley Beal. That's another guy. At some point. A bit of the karma wagon for Who's me. Who's this? Chris Paul. 
Oh yeah, yeah. no, I, I fucking he's, cannot he's, stand Chris Paul. No, neither can I. He's and on, no, he he's on, nice the, he's on the karma wagon for me. So <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we ended on that one. We ended on that one. Fuck you, Chris Paul. If you're listening, that's all we got time for. Tune in. Hopefully next week. I'm not sure when we'll get back at it, but the NBL Blitz coming up. A whole bunch of preseason games in the NBL, and of course the NBA training camps will fire up. So plenty of basketball news coming up for you. Peace. Thank you. See you.